Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Across from me is Arwen. And we have some movies to talk about. Okay. We have a top ten, as requested by a fan. <laughs> um, first off, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at FuntimeMovies1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can also follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can subscribe to us. We are on Stitcher. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. And we are on Spotify. So, Arwen? Yes. Do you have ten favorite horror movies? No. I'm sure you do. I don't know if I do. I'm sure you do. I'm going in blind to this one today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wrote up a list, and somebody requested to me that we should do a top ten good, and then she said slash bad movies on Netflix uh, that, that are horror movies. So I decided I can look up ten good horror movies on Netflix. That was actually difficult. Really? Yeah. Um, was it because of a lack of good movies on Netflix, or because... yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of horror movies on Netflix. And if you like schlock and garbage, they got a lot of schlock and garbage. Yeah. Just like back in the day when we would go to Blockbuster. Yeah, but back then I liked it. And now I don't. You're, you're a refined yes, horror I have a refined, connoisseur now? I have a refined horror palette. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. So, to be uh, included in this movie, or in this uh, top ten... They have to be movies I've watched. Okay. So if your movie's not included in this, I probably didn't watch it, or I think it's garbage. Um, I did not add in that new, uh, what's it called, Bird Nest? Bird Box. Bird Box. <laughs> See, I don't even know the name of it. Uh, the Sandra Bullock movie. Mm -hmm. uh, because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll go on this list. It would have been on this list, and I would have cut out, you know, our number 10. I've heard good and bad. Okay. Um, the other criteria is it has to be horror. It has to be scary in some way. Okay. So all of these movies are scary. One or two might have comical elements in it, maybe three. Mm -hmm. And some are just downright dark. Are they Netflix exclusive or are they mm. just in general? They are all on Netflix at this point. No, no, that's not what I asked. They're not Netflix exclusive. Okay, that's what I asked. All right. You mean, like, Netflix produced? Right, right. No. Okay, good. That's ridiculous. There's not even ten good Netflix movies out there yet. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start at number ten. Our first movie is called The Babysitter. You okay. know this one? No. Yes, you do. We watched it. Did I? Yeah. I watched something called The Babysitter? Yeah. Oh, it's... wait. Now I remember this one. Okay. Yeah. It's rated R. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it was made in 2017, so I think this is our, uh, newest horror film on this list. Okay. Um, it runs one hour, 25 minutes, and it's directed by Mick G. Was it? Yeah. 
Interesting. He's the same director of some of the Fast and Furious movies, maybe all of them. The I one think. I remember most famously is Face Off and the Birds. No, that was Ang Lee. Oh, never yeah. mind. No, uh, uh, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Oh, okay. So yep. he's mm-hmm. into this these quick cut action uh, scenes, right? Mm-hmm. I really want to say he did Star Trek as well, the the latest one. That's possible. Because they said it was somebody that directed Fast and Furious. Let's just look. Yeah, let's, let's just look. look. Let's just look. La, 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 la. <laughs> We're looking for a word. La, 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 la. I'm You're wrong. No, it was Justin Lin. Justin Lin. Yeah. All right, well, McGee's been around. Yes, he has. So, anyway, this movie stars Judah Lewis. I don't know who that is, other than this movie. Samara, is he the kid? Yeah. Okay. Samara Weaving is this pretty hot blonde. Um, Robbie Amell, so he's the brother of Stephen Amell, you know, the Green Arrow. Right. Um, Hannah Mae Lee, she was the quiet uh, girl in the Pitch Perfect movies <laughs> that did the beatboxing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bella Thorne, who's famous for her gigantic balloon boobs. No, she's not famous for anything else. Trust me. What? Have you seen her in anything but this? Well, yeah, because Jason grew up on that one show. Yeah, a dumb TV show. Yeah. So, uh, Emily Allen Lind, who is not Natalie Allen Lind, which confused me at first. Why? Because uh, it's her sister. Oh. So, I was thinking uh, the other one, and it was this one. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's awfully old to be playing the girlfriend. And then I found out, like... No, I'm an idiot. Uh, a guy named Andrew Bachelor. He was a black dude in this movie that uh, every time he opened his mouth, blood would just go in his mouth. He'd be freaking out. It was so funny. Um, <laughs> and Doug Haley. Um, Leslie Bibbs in this, and uh, so is uh, like Rob Hubel, I think. So, I mean, it, it seemed like the same... Ken Marino. Ken Marino. That's yeah. who you... I always mix him up with Rob Hubel. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not sure why. I, I just want him to be Rob Hubel, I guess. <laughs> uh, this movie's funny in a lot of ways. Yeah, it had a lot of comedic um, points. It gets real dark. Well, yeah. Um, Spoilers. She's and, and it's, evil. And it's pretty gory. <laughs> so there's a lot of blood in this movie. It's fun to watch, though. Um, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of action in this movie. Yeah, for a horror movie, I'm I'm not really big on them, but right. I really did enjoy watching this movie. Yeah. Because even though it was it had like a little gore, it was so over the top that it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous gore. I mean, like nobody's head has that much blood stored in it. No. Um Bella Thorne was funny in this movie. She got her boobs shot at uh-huh. one point. They thought she was dead. She's like, "Oh, look at me now. I'm disfigured. I'm never going to get any man or whatever. So so the premise of this movie was that they worship the devil to get they Yeah, they have like a book yeah. and they can make a wish from the book. Okay. I think. And Bella Thorne's, if I can remember right, was like something really stupid easy. Like a dental hygienist or something. Yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, You're stupid. It's, it's a fun, funny movie. Yeah. So that leads us to number nine. Okay. Number nine is a little bit darker. And I don't believe you've seen this because it is a body horror kind of movie. Okay. Um, Cabin Fever. Sounds familiar. Yeah. 
Rated R. 2002? 2002. I'm, I'm looking up IMDb so yeah. I can follow along here. One hour, 33 minutes, directed by Eli Roth. Eli Roth is the Bear Jew in uh, Inglorious Bastards. But he also directed, uh, what was it, uh, Hostel? Yeah, and I don't like that. And those movie. are body horror movies yeah, too. I don't. I looking at this, I definitely have not. No, you've never it. seen this. I watched this uh, a long time ago, and I like it. It's not fun to watch. I mean, there's there's a scene where a girl like all right, there's a skin disease going on. They this guy he like coughs on one of them, and they're all like, "Oh, you're gross," so they wash it off. But it like becomes this flesh eating virus. Ugh. And uh, they all start wasting away. And there's other elements as well. Well, this is funny. The premise of this movie, it says five college graduates rent a cabin in the woods and begin to fall victim to a horrifying flesh-eating virus, which attracts the unwanted attention of the homicidal locals. So yeah. So the locals were already crazy before this? I guess. Um, like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, it's why it's on my number nine. It probably would rank higher. Uh, if I'd have just watched it again. And mm-hmm. uh, so Jordan Ladd's in this. She's pretty famous. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryder Strong's in this. You know, he was on Boy Meets World. That's where he's from. Um, then there's a guy named James DeBello and uh, Serena Vincent. And I don't know those two as well. James DeBello looked familiar, but he was like an American Pie, Scary Movie 2, Detroit Rock City. All right, so he's been in movies that I've seen. I just don't know who he is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I call this like a gross-out movie, mainly because it's like, they show the skin falling off. There's a scene mm. where a girl's shaving her legs, uh-huh. and then suddenly it's just peeling up skin. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah, it's it's something. It's magical right there. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's an Eli Roth special right there. Yeah, it sounds like something Eli Roth yeah. would do. I can't watch his movies. Um, They're no. gross. Yeah. I mean, we watched... Uh, what was it? Hemlock Grove. That was his. See, I didn't finish that. It was gross. It was, it was gross, real exactly. gross. All right, I'm number not much for the gross. Number eight is actually one of my favorites out of this whole thing, but it ranks pretty low because everything else from here on is like a good movie. Okay. Um, this is my bloody Valentine. I haven't seen this one either. Uh, two thousand nine. One hour, 41 minutes, and the director is a man named Patrick Lussier, and I don't know anything else that he's done. Terminator Genesis? Oh, so he's a garbage director. Uh, well, he was a writer for that. Oh. Um, Just go to this directing. <laughs> I clicked on him, and I was like, oh, he's known for this. He was an editor on Scream. Um, let's see here, director. Flesh and Blood, MTV Scream. Drive Angry. Oh, I like Drive Angry. Yeah, Drive Angry was That's good. a ridiculous movie. That's like if Ghost Rider was just this regular dude. Uh, Dracula 2000, then Dracula 2, Dracula 3, White Noise 2. Okay. The Prophecy. The original with the... What's his name? The Ascent. Oh. It's got Christopher Walken. Alright, well, it's still Christopher Walken. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. This stars Jensen Ackles, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie King from Sin... I think she was in Sin City. Uh, Kerr Smith. Yeah, she was in Sin, Smith, Sin City. 
We both call it Sin Smitty. <laughs> I know. You think it's because you did it first. It's called Sin City. Sin City. Um, um, Jensen Ackles is actually on Supernatural. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's pretty famous then. He's been on TV for like... Ever. 12 years? <laughs> 15 years? How long has that show been on? It's never going to end. Yeah. Um, Kurt Smith and uh, the lovely Betsy Rue. And I only call her lovely because she does the longest nude scene I'd ever seen in a movie at that time. Oh, really? Yeah, she's just running around this truck yard just butt-ass naked. She was in this March. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. It's just as good, if not better, than the original 1981 version. Oh, this is a remake? Yeah, it's a remake. And uh, here's a funny story. So, we had UHF channels back in my day. Uh-huh. And one of them would just run horror movies at night just because they was just that, lazy. Was that the up at night or no. just, it just random? This was, this was like channel 557 on the UHF dial. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm making that part up, but it was a high <laughs> channel that like we got. And I don't know who's the channel, whose channel it was, uh-huh. but they would run these horror movies. And then after the horror movie would be called uh, something called 20 minute workout. That's hilarious. So, I'd watch the horror movie, you know, I'd watch Mm -hmm. the horror movie through just to get to those hot chicks just bouncing around for an hour. You're hilarious. I I was 11. I know, I know. What do you expect? I know. Um, You had to get it somewhere, apparently. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, is this like a Jason movie? Because I'm scared of Jason movies. Mm -hmm. Except I watched them all the time. Friday the 13th, part three, I just watched recently at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the scariest damn movie I ever saw. Really? At that point. And uh, it opens with a scene of this girl. She's like, she gets naked. And she's like, ooh, touch me more. And we're in the POV of the uh, the killer. And all we see is this these rose color, uh, you know, all you see is like red. Okay. And then she goes, take off your mask. And so he takes off his mask and she starts screaming and he just pickaxes her to death. Oh my. Yeah. And, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> so, so I watched the movie. Where was your mother during this? Asleep? Asleep. <laughs> she would go to sleep and I would get up around midnight and go watch the TV. Wow. Yeah. It was my thing. Um, so, so yeah, it's an updated version of the original and mm-hmm. it's fun to watch uh, it's exciting. There's, it, it's, it's scary in places. There's a little bit of jump scares. Um, but mostly it's just a good brutal type horror movie. Mm-hmm. And fun fact in theaters, it was in 3d. And I think this is one of the first in 3d movies before it became the normal popular thing to do. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Number seven. Number seven is a movie that I just recently watched. It's called The Void. 2016. And it's not rated. That means it was a direct to Netflix or directed DVD movie. One hour, 30 minutes. It's one of our shorter ones on this list. It was directed by two people. Uh, Jeremy Gillespie and uh, Stephen Kostansky. And if I butchered their names, uh, fight me. I don't care. Um... <laughs> It stars Aaron Poole, Kenneth Walsh, 
Daniel Fathers, Kathleen Monroe, and Ellen Wong. Ellen Wong is the only name in this movie that I recognized. And she was uh, the young girl in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah, I don't know this movie This movie has such an H.P. Lovecraft vibe. Like, there's a cult. They're worshipping this other entity from beyond. Mm -hmm. Um, It involves a hospital. People are, like, gross infected. Um, There's a lot of death. Uh, This cop is just trying to investigate a damn murder or something. And it just gets out of control. And, uh... It doesn't end well for anyone, really. So it's got so a real dark no happy ending. ending at all. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I watched this about a year ago, and I'm just going off of memory. But The Void is one of those movies where you're like, if you like horror movies, and you 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 haven't seen The Void, you don't really like horror movies that much. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Sorry. Number six, you've seen. Okay. I've seen. Uh-huh. The world needs to see. <laughs> Tusk. Ugh. Don't Tusk. you ugh me. I like Kevin Smith, but he must have been super high when he wrote the script for this. I, I don't know. I think we do know he was high. Okay, so he got the idea off of his Smodcast. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really remember the conversation but they were talking about how, what if a man became a walrus? How would that go about? <laughs> so you know, ridiculous. Something like that. He turned it into this horror movie. And this isn't even his good horror movie. Red State is his good horror movie. I would agree with that. Um, that movie is scary. But Red State isn't on Netflix. <gasps> what? Or else this would be on there and Red State would be on there because they're both really good. Uh, we're going to disagree on this one. Directed by Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. We've already said that. Um, it's rated R from 2014, one hour, 42 minutes long. And it feels like every minute of it to me. Stars, <laughs> stars Justin Long, Michael Parks, and we know Michael Parks as uh, Sheriff Earl McGraw from the Quentin Tarantino and Rodriguez Kill movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kill Bill, uh, From Dust Till Dawn. Um, he's the same guy. Yeah, he's the same in cop. both of those movies, He's right? the same cop, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was also in Red State as well. Yes. Uh, Haley Joel Osment, well, most of him, like mostly his head was in this movie. Yes. He's got a giant head. How do you get a head that big? Your it body just, stayed the same it size. Happens. Your head became six times bigger. Haven't you ever seen Mr. Mackey? Maybe his tie is too tight. Haley Joel Osment, loosen that tie. Oh. All right. And just sweetie. Genesis Rodriguez. <laughs> Those are the top build cast. Yes. But we have a cameo. You know who the cameo is, right? Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is in this movie. Yeah. He plays like some weird guy named Guy Laforge or some some name like that, right? What's like he some in French this? guy? Yeah. I thought he was only in... No, uh, uh, he was in this and Yoga Hosers. He's the same guy then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because this is part of uh, his trilogy. So like... Isn't there Kevin a Smith, moose one coming out? Yeah. Kevin Smith wants to do this movie. He did this movie called Tusk. Then he did Yoga Hosers, which is for kids. What? Yeah, it's for kids. Shut the F up. It's a it's a funny movie for kids. It's a nightmare-fueled experience. <laughs> I like the movie. It's funny. It's it's fun. Um, and then he was going to do a movie called Moose Jaws that hasn't happened yet. Uh, it's, a, it's like Jaws except with a moose. 
From what I hear, getting attacked by a moose is frightening. It's got to be frightening. It's like a land shark, I guess. Um, this movie gave me uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. Uh, in the creepiness factor. Okay. Like, there's this scene at the table, right? Uh-huh. And Michael Parks is, like, giving this long monologue to Justin Long. Justin Long's, like, drinking coffee or something. And then he passes out, and when he wakes up, he's missing an arm. Or his legs. Something's missing he's off his missing, body. He's missing some stuff. And then this whole movie is about his bodily transformation from becoming a person to this Grotesque, grotesque walrus. walrus. Yeah, and uh, even, like, you think there might be a good scene in here. Like, there's a scene where he calls his buddy, Haley Joel Osment, his podcast buddy, and he sees who's calling him, and he just, like, hits ignore and goes back to the girlfriend, which I think was Justin Long's girlfriend, so he was obviously cheating on his girl. Oh, yeah. Or she was obviously cheating on him. Um, that was a subplot that was not explored. And then at the end, when they're like, find out everything happened, and they they go and they see him, and they're like, just throw him a fish. Throw him a fish. He comes out. He's like, blah, blah, blah. eats the goddamn <laughs> fish. I mean, it's, it is disturbing on so many levels uh, that it deserves the number six spot. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. The next movie you've seen. Okay. This is why I know you've seen... It's scary when you look at me like that. (laughs) This this is how I know you've watched at least ten horror movies. Because you've watched a lot of movies with me. I've watched a lot of weird movies with you. So? Some are... Some I would consider horror, even though they're not, just because they were terrible. So, this movie is called From Dusk Till Dawn. I like this movie. Exactly. Rated R... Because screw PG-13. Well, there's boobs. A lot uh, of violence. Yeah. It makes sense. Made in 1996. Was it 96? Yep. Wow. One hour, 48 minutes long. Doesn't feel like it, though. It really doesn't. <laughs> uh, this is directed by uh, Robert Rodriguez, you know, of Sin City slash Spy, Spy Kids, Kids slash Machete slash... Uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He's got his own network now, right? Yeah, El Rey. El Rey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stars Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Juliette Lewis, Quentin Tarantino, and Ernest Liu. Quentin Tarantino in this movie cracked me up, even though... He He was was a damn psycho in this movie. He was a psycho. So, we can talk about this movie a little bit. Okay. Um, it's, It's also got cameos from Cheech Marine... Mm-hmm. Um, from the Cheech and Chong fame. He plays two different characters. He plays a cop in this character. Oh, yeah. Or, or a cop in this movie. And he also plays, uh, like, like a bartender the doorman. Or yeah. You know, he's out there telling you what kind of poontang is out there. <laughs> oh, he was the barker. Yeah. He's, yeah. 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 I can't really do what he does, but no, it was hilarious. It was funny. Um, uh, the guy who played Sex Machine. Yep, Sex Machine's in this movie. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Um, yeah, I got to meet this guy, like, shortly after I watched the movie. We watched it in, like, 98. And we went to Pittsburgh Comic Con in 98. Me and my, uh... uh, Associate. Associate. And, uh... I passed his booth. And there was, like, nobody at his booth. 
What? I know. Like, he did all this stuff this for, isn't just for uh, one of the, like, all the Dawn Friday of the, the Dead. movies. Right? Or not Dawn of the yeah, Dead. Dawn yeah, of the Dawn Dead. of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Uh, he taught Greg Nic- Nicotero. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, this dude's a freaking legend. Yeah, and nobody was there. Nobody was at his That's booth. That's insane. I, I looked at him and I go, you look familiar. And he's like, <laughs> do I? And I'm like, yeah, man. What have I seen you in? He goes, have you ever seen Dust Till Dawn? No, no. First he said, have you ever seen Dawn of the Dead? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I was a guy that got eaten in that movie. <laughs> I was like. That's the way to open it. I was like, didn't everybody? He goes, he goes, I also did special effects for the movie. I'm like, that's really cool. He's like, yeah. Um, have you ever seen Dust Till Dawn? And right away I went, you're a sex machine. <laughs> So, and then he chuckled and, like, we talked a little bit about making movies and stuff. It was real interesting. I never learned, like, how much time it takes to make these special effects. I can only imagine it must it take takes forever. a long time. Um, I believe uh, Danny Trejo might have been in this movie he as well. He was in this, too. Mm-hmm. So, and Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek and uh, Fred Williamson. Fred Williamson. He is so familiar. And Michael Park, too. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I know who Fred Williamson is. Yeah. <laughs> he was in uh, M.A.S.H. Yeah, he was Mash. Spear Chucker Jones. Yeah. Because we could use the word Spear Chucker back he then. He was in a movie I can't say because it has a bad word in the title. Is it Boss? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Boss N-word. Okay, yeah. so... I'm not yeah. saying that. <laughs> Out of all the vampire movies in the world, this is one of the better ones. Kelly Preston was in this movie. Yeah, she played a uh, news reporter. Interesting. There's a lot of people in this I just did not realize were yeah. in here. Yeah, this this is a good one. Yeah, out of, out of all the vampire movies, I think this is one of my favorites. I can't think of one right now off the top of my head that really rivals this one. I really like uh, Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, that one's a good one, too. Um, this one tops that one. Well, um, this one has boobs. The other one it had, had, boobs. had boobs, too. And everything else. Huh. That one one-ups us. I didn't realize. No, this one's, this one's a better one. Um, Tarantino's character was a complete and utter psychopath. Oh, yeah. And uh, George Clooney was actually the, the sane one yeah. out of that relationship. And, and they played brothers in the movie. And like there was like talks about doing like a... Gecko Brothers television show or a Gecko Brothers prequel. Not with those two, with oh. the other two people. But even then, I don't think that would have been necessary. No. Um, but, like, I could literally see, like, a, like, 19 or 2000s type Wilmer Valderrama uh, doing, like, one of them. Like, he could play George Clooney's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, John Leguizamo playing Tarantino's character. Oh, yeah. And they could have just done this. Uh-huh. Um, it would have been a good movie, too. Could have. Yeah. But Tarantino pitches a lot of movies, and then he goes, no, nah, I'm not going to do that, though. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Quentin. Thanks he for... has a lot of ideas in that brain of his. Like, I'm still waiting for Kill Bill 3, where the little girl gets revenge on her mother's death. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see that movie. Instead, he's doing westerns, and now he's doing... uh. Uh, summer of 69 or whatever it is so interesting yeah he's doing that manson family movie 
Oh, that's going to be creepy. Yeah, it's going to be dark. Um, This movie had a couple sequels. One of them is terrible. The rest are okay. I only remember watching one of their sequel, I think. Yeah. The one, I think that was the one that was Arnell, right? Oh, that was the show. Yeah, there was a television show as yeah. well I was gonna I was gonna mention. Um I like the television show. We've never watched season two. Yeah. It's on Netflix. We've moved and it kinda fell off our radar. Yeah. But it's on Netflix and uh and I recommend that series. If you like the movie, you'll like the updated take on the movie. Yeah. And it's set in the Quentin Tarantino universe because they go to a big Kona burger. Well they do that in the movie as well. But they go to the big Kona burger, um, you know, there's red apple cigarettes. There's a whole, all the Tarantino Easter eggs you can get. But yeah, uh, that's our number five. Okay. And uh, it only gets better from here. You know that? Oh, I, I guess so. Yeah, you sarcastic. <laughs> all right. Next movie I think you've seen. Okay. Yeah. Um, Green Room. Green Room? Green Room. It's okay. rated R. One hour 35 minutes, so it's another short movie. Directed by Jeremy Saulnier. It stars the late Anton Yelchin. Okay, I think I came into into this movie a little late. Like, okay. it already started, but I, did, I have seen this movie. Um, um, I really like Anton Yelchin. Yeah. Yeah, he was in one of our other favorite movies. Uh, Odd Thomas? Odd Thomas. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah, so he's in Odd Thomas. I always called him Bird. Yeah, we always called him Bird. I love you, Bird. He, uh, yeah, he was on a show called Huff, and he played a boy named Bird. And uh, there was a girl on there with a really unique voice. And she goes, Bird, I love you, Bird. I just love that. So we always called him Bird. Uh, he was also Chekhov in... Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. And unfortunately, he got hit by his own car and died last year so. Yeah, it was ago. really sad. Um, and it was totally preventable. Yeah, I think so. I, I believe uh, there was a recall on his car. Yeah. So it's just. So it just sucks that we don't get to see any more movies with him. Yeah, because like, he, he was, was also really an good. Alpha Dog, and like, yeah. oh my gosh, that movie is just sad from beginning to end. Um. So also in this movie is Imogen Poots. Imogene. 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 That's how you say her name. Imogene. Mm-hmm. And what has she been in? Anything? Oh, 28. 28 weeks later, that awkward moment, I killed giants, mobile homes. A lot of stuff I don't think I've seen. They lo- they all look foreign. He was in, she was in Popstar. Oh, she was in Popstar, Never Stop Stopping. <laughs> okay, so I have to give that movie two chances. Why? Because the first time I saw it, I was totally annoyed with it. Oh. The sorry. second time I saw it, I was like... Okay, I get the humor. This is kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Um, Alia Shawcat is in this movie. Super cute. Super cute. Maybe Bluth. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in uh, Search Party right now, as yeah. we speak. Mm-hmm. Television show on TBS, um, and I like. And a very believable, evil Patrick Stewart. Man, I forgot about that. He was brutal in this movie. Um, this movie's just about a punk band that's... Uh, that goes to a show, some hijinks happen, and uh, and it's all done there. It's, uh, yeah, with the neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Yeah. Um, don't, don't play it 
those kind of bars if that's not your I, I your heard style. that it's either based on something real like like these punk bands would go out to this field and just play punk music mm-hmm. out in New Jersey and they found out that it was run by skinheads and some of them cared and others didn't care and you know they just did their thing so I don't know if that's true I just I read it in a blurb one time hmm. so um yeah as Patrick Stewart is a believable bad guy. He's a great actor. We need more actors like him. And he's going to be dead soon. So, Buzzkill. Yeah, I know. Um, it's intense, but not really scary as well. It's, yeah. it's more like tense than yes. scary. So that's our number four. Okay. Number three you haven't seen yet, and you should. Okay. It's called Hush. Is this the one with the deaf girl? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've seen it on there. I'm just not ready. Yeah. It's rated R. Uh-huh. Um, 2016, so it's a newer film. One hour, 22 minutes. And I think this is our shortest film on this list. Yeah, because I think an hour and 30 minutes has been typical. Yeah. Um, directed by Mike Flanagan. And I don't know anything else about Mike Flanagan except that he directed one of my favorite Horror films on Netflix. Oh, this has Kate Siegel in it. She was in uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, was she? Yeah, she was the the one who wouldn't touch people. Oh, okay. So she's no uh, stranger to scary stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah, she uh, she knows ASL, and she did this movie mostly in ASL. There's about 15 minutes of dialogue in this movie. Wow. Also in this movie is John Gallagher Jr., Michael Trucco. Um, and he looked familiar. I know. I'm looking at him right now. He was in Disjointed recently. The Bye Bye Man. Code Black. Cow Man. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Maybe um, he's just got one of those faces. He's on Scandal and Criminal Minds. Okay. And so he's on a lot of weird he's shows. On, he's so on stuff. I'm sure he was on Castle. Oh, he was in the new V. <laughs> okay. We watched some of that. Not a lot. It was we not as good it 12 as... 12 years ago. <laughs> it wasn't nearly as good as the original V from the 80s. Yeah. Um, Samantha Sloyan is also in this movie and Emma Graves. Um, it's a short cast. It's pretty straightforward. She, like, can't hear. So, like, her friend's, like, banging on the window at one point while she's just making chicken or something. And, uh... And her friend's, like, banging on the wall. And then she just gets arrowed to death. Like, he just plows a couple arrows in her and and dumps her body off to the side. Oh, my. So this girl, she's oblivious the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie that anything is even going on. And he's trying to get in the house. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's, uh, the, the house is locked. Yeah. And eventually she sees him. And then he's, like, trying to aggressively get into the house. The best part about this movie is, though, nobody knows why he's killing people. And uh, it's not even it's not even mentioned once any kind of motive. Interesting. Yeah. He's just out there killing. Huh. And that's the way a horror movie should be. I don't need to know this son of a bitch's feelings. No. I no. don't need to know that his daddy beat him when he was young or his, uh, his bullies fed him flies. I don't care about that crap. No. All I care about is a crazy person with an axe chasing some bitch <laughs> down a road. That's all I give a shit about. So, yeah, that it's a good movie, and it's uh, 
like I said, it's mostly in ASL. There's some text you can read along. If you are in an ASL class, like in, in college or high school, wherever you do ASL, watch this movie. Watch this movie with subtitles off. I don't know if you can, but try it. I got most of it. Oh, that's good. So, and and I watched this a couple years ago. And it's one of my favorite uh, movies. Reason why it's number three. Have I seen number two? Yeah. Oh. You've seen number two. Uh-oh. We'll call this one The Conjuring. Uh... This movie's on Netflix now. Is this the one with uh, Lily? The chick who plays Lily? I never remember her name. Give me a second. Lily Taylor is in this movie. It is her name. Yeah. Um, rated R from 2013. One hour and 52 minutes. This is our longest movie so far. Wow. Yeah. Um, it is directed by James Wan of Saw franchise fame. Also, Aquaman. Now, we haven't seen Aquaman yet. No. I don't know if it's good. I'm getting a lot of good reviews from other people. I liked him in Watchmen. That's not James Wan. That's Patrick Wilson. Oh, wait. Sorry. Patrick Wilson is also an Aquaman. That's why I was like... Oh. Is he? As whom? King Orm. King Orm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. I don't really read Aquaman. Um, so I still think it's going to be good. But... Yeah, I do too. Um, so this is directed by James Wan. He did Saw movies. He did Aquaman and the Conjuring movies. Um, this movie does not deserve a rated R at all. Um, okay, so let's go who who's in this movie. It's scary. Oh, hush. Um, <laughs> Vera Farmiga. Uh-huh. Um, she plays Mrs. Bates in the Bates Motel uh, show, yep. which is also on Netflix. I sound like I'm schlocking for... You really do. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Watch Netflix. Pay me Netflix. <laughs> um, Patrick Wilson, we already mentioned. Uh, Ron Livingston. He plays, what was his name Office on Space. Office Space? I forget. It doesn't matter. He was on Office Space. He was the lead. Peter. Peter. Um, he was also Burger, I think, in in Sex in the City. And oh, Sex didn't... and the City. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Well, I didn't either, but I know he was really? Burger. Yeah. Um, and Lily Taylor, who's been in a lot of stuff that I like. Yeah, I like Lily Taylor. She was in the original... Uh film well not the original i'm gonna say like the 1990s version of the haunting of hill house movie oh was she uh-huh yeah that's not even the original the original is from no like it's like way, way back. back that's why i corrected myself um this is based on real people the this family this husband and wife team yeah uh that went and looked at paranormal activity in the 60s and 70s um i don't believe in anything supernatural paranormal so their job was to just lie to people. Um, <laughs> they and people it. and people lied to them as well. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Your mind can can the, produce a lot of psychoactive, yeah, um, um, craziness. The movie that the second one is based on, uh, with the house in like uh, England, mm-hmm. um, they were involved for like a brief second of that movie or of that time. Oh, um, but. The girl was clearly not possessed. She was just uh, trying to get attention. And that came out much later. Really? Well, it made for an interesting story. Yeah, yeah they're interesting stories and they're fun to watch. So I really don't care. 
Um, I remember when we watched this, though, you had jumped out of your seat like five times. It scared me. It's not scary, though. <laughs> it scared me. The The ghost in the basement freaked me out. Yeah. There was just a lot I, a lot of tension in throughout the movie, and I think the tension really got to me. And so it I just see that. bothered me, and I I haven't watched this movie since. But we watched the second one. We did watch the second and one. And we watched Annabelle. Annabelle's kind of... I didn't like Annabelle. No, they're all terrible movies. Like, right after this movie, they're the, all the, bad. The, the scary nun was kind of scary looking. In, in, you know? in that movie. That was in the second movie. Yeah. But yeah. They, they last year, they've done The Nun. Yeah, I haven't watched and that. And everybody says it's garbage. Is it? Yeah. Maybe they should have stopped while they were ahead. They should have. Or they should have had better script writers and better directing. Yeah. Um... They probably pushed him out too fast. And and this is not deserving of our rating at all. Uh, there's little blood, yeah. if any. Yeah, um, there isn't much language, I don't think. There's no foul language, really, that I can think of. And uh, and there's no sexual situations or nudity. This movie did not deserve an R rating. It got an R rating because the MPAA was too scared. Huh. That's it. Okay. So, yeah, that's, that's The Conjuring. It's number two on my list because it's actually a quality film and fun to watch okay so the last movie you've seen all right what is it little pigs little pigs let me come in not by the hair on your chin 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 then I'll huff and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in. Here's Johnny. We'll call it The Shining. Oh, I like The Shining. Yeah. So Even though Stephen King doesn't like that Shining. Yeah, Stephen King hates this movie. Uh, rated R from 1980. Two hours and 26 minutes. This is Dude, our longest movie. this is movie. a long movie. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Kubrick. It is so long. Kubrick really um, put a lot of details into movies. Kubrick and 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 other filmmakers uh, like David Lynch, mm-hmm. they like to do these long pauses. Yeah. Um, when Ridley Scott did Alien mm-hmm. and... The editor left in these long pauses. And when Ridley Scott went and did his director's cut of the movie, the movie was actually shorter, not longer, <laughs> than the original, with one scene added in. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. They just, at that time, they just liked doing long pauses. Now, David Lynch still does the long pause. His is artistic, though. Well, so is Kubrick's. Well, yeah. So Stanley Kubrick is the director of Full Metal Jacket and 2001. One of my favorites. And A Clockwork Orange. It stars Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall. Uh, Danny Lloyd was the boy, and I don't think he ever did anything again. And Mr. Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> He's only got two acting credits. And one's a documentary, right? Yeah, the autobiography of G. Gordon Liddy. Yeah. So he played the young lady. <laughs> okay, so he's had two acting credits. That's interesting. I I always thought you only had the one. Yeah. And Scatman Carruthers, what's he famous for? 
He was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with uh, Jack Nicholson. Another Jack Nicholson. Um, he's got 128 credits. Yeah, he's been in. He I was mean, in he's everywhere. From throughout the 70s and 60s, I'm sure. He did a lot of voices. And he's this older, bald, black man in the, in the movie. His character actually lives in the book. Like, he survives. But yeah. in, in the movie, he's, he just gets an axe through the gut and that's it. You know, I can totally understand why Stephen King did not like this movie. Oh, absolutely. I read the book a long time before I, re- I watched the movie. And I was like, when I, when I watched the movie, I was like, that's not what happened. Where's that from? Yeah. They even got the room numbers wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a huge conspiracy theory on this movie. Yeah, I watched that documentary. You watched part of it. There's no way you got through that I whole I probably didn't watch fest. the whole thing, no. Uh, but, like, it's called Room 237. And it's based on these this idea that Stanley Kubrick was apolo- apologizing for the Apollo moon landing uh, that he somehow orchestrated in 1969. And this is all based off of, boy, 2001 A Space Odyssey looked awfully... Uh, <laughs> realistic so and then uh, there's people that are like you can take a telescope and look for the flag and you can't find the flag yes you can well the flags are all white now. they're all white now yeah they're all bleached but yeah. they're still there yeah um there's footprints in the sand there's our we have like vehicles just on the moon so it's just garbage yeah. Garbage it's just conspiracy. conspiracy. Um, but no, this was a good movie. Yeah. Um, Stephen King really hates this movie. And uh, it's been brought up to him a couple times. And I've watched something on YouTube where he rips into the movie. Really? Yeah. He He's like, he's like, uh, Jack Torrance was not a child molester. No. Um, where did it i never even got oh in one of the scenes he's reading from playgirl magazine uh-huh and there's like that relationship with his son is really distant and so it's like a you know abuse situation i didn't even get that oh yeah watch it again you'll get it now that's not cool no no he was um, never that way no in fact he was just a violent guy that had temper problems in the book he was an alcoholic who yeah, had problems, and, yeah. And then later on, you know, things happen. Uh, like, he gets possessed by a ghost or something. Something like that. It feels like that's what happens. Because um, I just read the book this last year for the first time. And it was hard to get through that book. Yeah, it's a long book. It was really long. And it was kind of dark. And you just had to set it down for a little bit every now and then. Right. What's interesting is, in the book, Shelley Long's character... Shelley Duvall. That's what I meant. In the book... <laughs> I wish Shelley Long was in this movie. It would have been a better movie. In the book, Shelley Duvall's character is described as this beautiful blonde woman. Yeah. And then you get to... Like Shelley Long? Yes, like Shelley Long. It would have been great if Shelley Long it was in been... this movie. Actually, I think it would have been a better f- a better fit for the movie if it was Shelley Long. We should just go back in time and convince Cooper. Oh yeah, let's get let's hop in the time let's machine right now. Our, we can get on our way back machine. Yeah, and go back there. We fix the shining guys. Smart ass. 
All right. Uh, I like a lot about this movie. This was actually on a show in Cleveland called Big Chuck and Little John. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because it was past midnight or what, but all the cussing and nudity was left in. Really? Yeah. I was shocked. I didn't know Big Chuck and Little John was on at night. I remember it being on on Sunday during the day. Oh, yeah. They were a late night show. Were they? Yeah. They just rerun it on Sundays then? I don't know. I didn't even know they were on on Sundays. Yeah, because it I would watch football. Sun, Sunday was the day of boring in my youth because nothing was on. Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys was on. Sorry, you're wrong. I know that the Three Stooges would be on. Oh, yeah, all day. And then Big Chuck and Little John would be on. That's surprising. And then nothing else. Huh. And it was like, go outside and play, which was like <laughs> the worst thing ever to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched this with, it was uncut. I'm surprised. And so, like, that scene that is in, uh, that same scene that's in Ready Player One. Yes. Where H is like, oh, hi, ma'am. Oh, we're going to do this now? Oh, my God, what's happening to you? You know that scene? That's so funny. In, in, in Ready Player One. That scene's in the movie, except, and I think it was spliced into the uh, Ready Player One almost the same way. I was like. It looked that way. And they just cut out Jack Nicholson's character. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he makes out with her. And then he looks in the mirror. And she's, like, old. And he looks down. And she's like, ah! <laughs> she, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't have an axe or anything, like, in, in Ready Player One. No, that part's she's a little She's just, different, like, but... grabbing at him. Yeah, she's trying to kill him. And that was the first time I ever saw old lady boobs. Scary old lady boobs. Interesting. Yeah. It and happens I was pretty to young. the best of us. I was pretty young being exposed to that. So, that was bad. Anyway... Uh, Shelley Duvall claims that this almost ended her career. She was kind of a wholesome actress, wasn't she? Well, she played, she played, uh, Olive Oil in a movie. Uh-huh. She, she did do nude, uh, scenes though. Really? Yeah. And there are scenes nobody wants. It's like watching, it's like seeing if Steve Buscemi wanted to be a, do a nude scene. <laughs> it's the same thing. No. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wanted to see her. That's to be interesting. Honest. I know she eventually did Mother Goose on, like, HBO. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Stanley Kubrick, he really got in her head about a lot of things, and he would press her, and he would press her. She was sleep-deprived. She was losing her hair. Yeah. So She had a rough time. Her emotion in the movie is very similar to her real-life emotion at that time. And she was the worst part about the movie, I think. I can't think of a worse part about that movie. Except for her wandering around whining all the time. Which I hated. <laughs> well, she was going through some she stuff. Wanders, Jack, Danny said something creepy today. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> something happened yesterday. Jack, you know. You're cracking me could, up. Could we go out to the, the hedge mage, Jack? That's how she sounded. That's funny. It was just an annoying performance by her. I find it funny that Kubrick changed this to a hedge maze. Yeah, that's not even in the movie. No. Or in the, in the book. I mean. And in the book, what's interesting is the playground. That yeah. I think this would have been really interesting to keep in. In the playground scenes, when Danny goes out there, there is a ghost living in like one of those play tunnels. Yeah. And he almost gets trapped in there. Right. And then also, like, the hedge animals. Yeah. That's what I call them. Tree animals or whatever. And I don't think they could have done that in 1980. Not with the budget he had. That's probably true. But it was more interesting 
Yeah. But I do it like the head space. It's it's a good thing, I guess. And and Stephen King kind of redeemed himself with his uh, made for TV uh, miniseries. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still good. It's good. It stars the wrong people, but it's still good. It's got that uh, guy from Wings, yeah, right? And, and Rebecca De Mornay. Oh yeah. She would have been better in this movie too. Back in that time period, yeah. Oh yeah. We'd have wondered what the hell Jack was doing with a fourteen year old girl, but she was young, nineteen eighty. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's our uh, that's my top ten Netflix picks. Interesting. We could do this again with comedies. Mm-hmm. Serious movies. Top ten gangster movies. Ooh. I don't know. I have some opinions on that. Top ten Bill Murray movies. You definitely could do that. I mean, we could do this every now and then. And uh, it, it makes for a quick, easy... Like list type thing. Mm-hmm. We watch Watch Mojo on on YouTube and Matthew Centaro on on YouTube and all these other top tens. They're a little quicker about it, but I like the slow, methodic pace of David Lynch. <laughs> Long pause. Long pause. This has been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We hope you liked it. Uh, Arwen and I uh, we work pretty hard trying to get these out every week um coming up with things to talk about uh sometimes it's harder than other weeks but tell us what you think in the comment sections of the of stitcher of itunes spotify if they have it there's not really a comment podcast well if there's a if there is one you can rate us you can rate us you can give us comments on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, you can you can contact us directly via Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. And then on Twitter, we are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies in the number one. You may ask why we're not Happy Funtime Movie Hours uh, on, on Twitter. It's because when I typed it in, it wouldn't let me. Yeah. So we just did Funtime Movies. So and the number one and the number one <laughs> Cause someone because someone already some had it. Jerk already has <laughs> fun time movies. We like discussing movies. We like arguing about movies. We like heated debates about movies. Um, I used to be a manager at a comic book store. I know more about the first two Star Wars films than anybody in the world now. Wow. Yeah, it got a little heated. I'm sure. There are some people out there with some very strong opinions about those films. Yeah. And, you know, and, and horror movies, We I would talk to horror film freaks. Um, we didn't sell Fangoria Magazine there, but Fangoria Magazine was one of these magazines that I would pick up at the drugstore and read about the upcoming horror films, how they did the special effects. I wanted to see Pumpkinhead so bad because of Fangoria Magazine. Really? Running and running articles about that movie huh. and updating us about that movie. It a magazine is kind of like uh, it's kind of like Reddit for old people. Like we would go back read these things. <laughs> what? That was hilarious. I mean, it's like it's like a really long blog that has many many pages. People still read magazines. No, today. they don't. I happen to work at a company that puts out a magazine, and they read that magazine. What's your demographic? Who's your age demographic? I don't want to say. They're old. They are older. Yeah. 
Younger people don't know. I they think don't so. read magazines. No. I have a hard time reading magazines because most magazines anymore are just ads. Yeah. Every page has an ad on it. Yeah. And that's really distracting. So anyway, subscribe to us. Tell us what you think. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. I already mentioned that. Maybe one day we'll have a website where we can have a direct email. Things like that. We'll see. Yeah, as for that, you know, just go go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Yeah.